Um, my name is Danny Bocard, the host of the DIY podcast. I'm joining the studio today with the founder of the passenger outfit yeah. shop yeah, yeah, yeah. here in Northampton. Yeah. How did you find it today coming here to the studio? Oh, it's good. It's good. Not too far up the road. Anyway, it's only at the top of Amsterdam Street. So obviously it's just a little stroll down. But yeah, yeah. it's good. Good. Weather's holding out. So it's not too bad. No rain so far. Nice so yeah. can't complain. Nice weather. Um, so have you listened to some of the episodes? Yeah. yeah how I had, it goes? I had a little listen to some of them. I listened yeah. to like the Photo Mafia's one and that. Had a bit of an understanding of how it goes. Bit yeah. nervous for the start, but you know, it'd be good. <laughs> it's cool. Just get through it. So the first part is the is the sixty second pitch where yeah. you just talk about yourself, the brand, just waffle, just cover the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and after that, then we start etching out the contours yeah. of the conversation and why we're here. Um, sixty seconds on the clock. Um, go. Hi, my name is Lawrence. I've lived in Northampton all my life, all twenty years, and um, yeah, of November last year, I, me, my brother and sister started. Um, a new business in town called Passenger Outfitters. And um, yeah, basically it's sort of like a contemporary streetwear like sort of shop that sells anything from like Carhartt, Stussy, uh, anything sort of that sort of streetwear, styly sort of vibe. Um, and yeah, basically it's we want it to be more than just a shop. We want to sort of create a community around it, sort of start doing events and loads of different things. Um, and sort of I've been inspired, well, mainly... My main influence opening the shop was me working at a shop back about four or five years ago um, called Driver, where I used to work. And that was an institution that yeah. had been in town for nearly, I don't know, 35 years, something like that. So if you ask your parents, it's a staple. So everyone knows Brilliant. about it. And that's my influence as to why I wanted to start my own. Perfect. That's pretty you're, bang you're on, to be solid, fair. man. You're, yeah, that's the best we've had so far. That was so pretty far. bang on. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. <laughs> that was perfect. That was good. And we're not going to tell them when you, we had the first try. Yeah, the first, a few tries. It, and it never that. happened. Um, yeah, so it's passenger outfit. Yeah. It says on Instagram, it's an independent streetwear shop. Yeah. Do you want to first um, introduce yourself for people who, who missed it over the okay, ticket yeah, noise? So, name? Uh, my name's Lawrence Denton. Um Lived in Northampton all my life, pretty much said, born yeah. and bred. So, yeah, I mean, that's Northampton about it. Northampton, yeah. Um, so let's start, let's start with like the conception stage. Yeah. So what would you say were some of like the elements that, um, so you started at age 19? Yeah, the shop started at, well, I was 19 last year in November when we opened. I think yeah. it was November, it might have been October, something like that. Yeah. Around then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like starting a shop or a brand or a retail outlet at age 19 like what was your previous experience yeah i mean it's not an easy uh, don't get me wrong it's probably one of the hardest things i've done as much as it looks all easy on the outside it's just a shot but yeah it's very it's much more like difficult but yeah but i think it basically my my love for all of this probably started at a young age i mean i always when i was younger would like remember like playing as a kid at primary school and stuff yeah being like a shopkeeper just okay. i always used to think that would be a cool thing <laughs> okay. But obviously, yeah. like, I never really thought how that plan or that dream Ooh, as a kid up, would yeah. ever come into fruition. Yeah. And then with my love of clothes, um, streetwear, yeah. fashion, everything like that, yeah. um, I ended up when I was like 16, maybe 15, okay. getting a Saturday job at a shop called Driver. Yeah. Um, it's no longer open now. Yeah, which obviously sadly closed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was sort of that sort of stem. Your first, like my first sort of taste as to really what it would be like to, the business, to yeah. work at a shop, a retail shop line, like that, yeah. I suppose, and work at somewhere, yeah, similar to that. And it sort of gave me where I fell in love, I guess, with with the people, yeah. the town, and like yeah. the atmosphere, the community. It doesn't, 
as much as you're working, it doesn't feel like work. It's like I'm passionate about it. I yeah. enjoy doing it. Yeah. So when I'm doing it, it's like yeah, it's it's great. And then I think I was there driver for maybe four years, four and a half years. Something yeah. Like so that. wait, so that was your like first proper job? Well, no, nah, my first proper job. Uh, I did a bit. Of, I was a chef for a while. I swear. I was a chef okay. for a while. Yeah. Like a proper chef, not yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like full, yeah, it was pretty good fun. Wait, how old are you? I'm 20. Okay. And you were a chef? Well, I wasn't. I was age? working like weekends and stuff. Okay. I was done. I did like some competitions. So, yeah, but that was okay. like when I was at secondary school. And then I okay. sort of was like. Were you good? Yeah, Chefing. I was decent. I think I'm. De- well, my mum's Italian, so I'd have to be good at cooking. Okay, you know yeah, I mean? it's in the family. Yeah. Um, but. So yeah. it was chefing. From, from then... cooking, when I realised that is not the life for me. As much as I love cooking, it, uh, it's, the hours are too much. Like, too, okay. so much, like. I like going out too much. Yeah. So when like the chef has to work yeah. evenings, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. no social. So I, yeah. I was not feeling the sociable, like the unsociable hours. So I was yeah. like, this is not the life for me. Okay. So from being then, a chef, from being a chef, then you moved to I the. Moved, <laughs> I moved to working like everyone did during lockdown. Yeah. Um, warehouses. Same. I did warehouse. Oh my everyone, god! Yeah. Everyone did. You have to go through it. Yeah. So I was at Morrison's. Same Morrison, Swan, Swan, yeah, Swan Lake, Valley, yeah, Swan, Swan Valley. Valley. Everyone was there. Seems to be, well. yeah. It wasn't too bad, to be fair. Yeah. Decent money, but it was just a long job. Like, yeah, you know, you it know, wasn't, just I, waking I, up every day doing the same thing. Yeah, like, what shift did you work? I worked. I worked from the two to ten. Oh no, in, I did six till two. So early one, early one. Oh, it was actually nah. better because I don't think I could have done the late shift because I feel like I was waking up, going to work, and coming home, and then I wasn't stressing about work. But okay. Like, not stressed, but I wasn't thinking about work. Yeah, but if you've got like the, the shift that starts at like two, like midday, that was mine. Yeah, yeah you have shift. to wake up in the morning it's... and then you just dread in work till, yeah, and man. then you finish at ten, sleep okay. and do it all again. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. So from chef, warehouse, warehouse. Then, no, no, no. Then, then <laughs> I quit the warehouse job halfway through lockdown. Maybe like, yeah, I can't remember what time. Yeah, but I quit halfway through lockdown. The second lockdown, or maybe the first. I'm not too sure. And became a landscape gardener. Okay. Which I actually really loved doing. Like, yeah. That was so, like, that was great. Okay. How old were you around these, these times? Probably 19. And 19. then I was 18 when I was at the warehouse. Okay. Okay. Um, which I loved doing. Like, that was such a sick job. Uh, just was being it? outside all the time and, like, making things. Yeah. It's just quite yeah. a, like, you yeah, get a good yeah, sense yeah. of achievement when yeah. you're finally, like, yeah. wow, I've actually... Wait, what is landscaping? It's like, so, like, um, you, like cutting... if you wanted your garden, if you wanted fixed. a new patio or a new fence okay. or, like, a new okay. water feature or... Okay. Like, basically, if you want your garden, redo it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, like, that's where a landscape garden yeah, comes okay, in and do okay. it. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Which was good fun. I enjoyed doing that, but uh, it wasn't, like... I wasn't as passionate about it as I okay. could be. Okay, from a brief... So, you say you've been around I've done the a block, lot of basically. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, then, after that, landscaping was... Was the shop, but, the like... Shop. I don't know. It's, like, that... I think... What we've, what we've, driver's probably enclosed a few years now, but... Driver was closed. It's been closed three years, but when we first opened in 2021, um, it had been closed for two years, and it had just been like I could see there was a gap in the market. Maybe not a gap in the market, but definitely a gap for that sort of style of clothing, style, that yeah. sort of like streetwear sort of 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. skatey sort of. There's okay. nowhere in Northampton really yeah. that you could buy that sort of stuff from. And as much as everyone likes online and it's useful, I just it just annoys yeah. me. Like, what, what was the, f- the describe the shop itself? What was the feng shui? What was the vibe what, of the in shop? Driver? In driver, yeah, when you started, oh, like, it was it was a mix yeah. match of everything. But it was like yeah. it was so, it'd been there for years, so yeah. it had its own. The youth it, culture vibe. Yeah, type. it was a culture vibe. It was more. It was, I think it was more than just a shop, really. For Contemporary. A lot of yeah, it was just yeah. like a lifestyle, like. Okay. Even if you didn't like certain shops, you go into and you don't buy things, you feel pressured on it. Yeah, but there it was like you go in, you just have a chat to like Steve, who was the owner, and yeah. like like a cool place. Yeah, like, just a genuine yeah. nice guy. So yeah. it was like you never felt pressured or uncomfortable. Yeah. It was just a nice environment to be yeah. in. Yeah, and like and then you left there when I left there in twenty nineteen, maybe I think that's when it closed. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that closed sadly because the owner passed away. Okay. Um. And then, yeah, it sort of ha- yeah, uh, yeah, sort of then left to the. So as soon as you left, then you thought to start your own well, thing. Well, nah. Well, I I wanted to just carry on working at Driver, but just yeah, like we couldn't as circumstances, driver. yeah. But yeah, a lot of implications and stuff led to us being able to not do that, which was probably in a blessing in disguise at the end of the day because okay. it's like we've been able to make our own yeah stamp on the town now. Yeah. But, so- you already have like a an article out on the Chronicle, yeah. and I read on there that so it was you and your siblings that sort of started this yeah, yeah, yeah. passenger outfit. Yeah, so, so leaving leaving the drivers, yeah, leaving driver. Then we you were like we had what two years of nothing, well, not nothingness, but two years of sort of like pop up markets and markets and stuff like this. Okay, we did a few Christmas markets in like Rushton Lakes, and then a few places Together. all over. Yeah, um, with stock like with old clothes and stuff yeah and that surprisingly was much more successful than i thought yeah and doing that i didn't know how how much money not money that's probably not the drive that wasn't my driving factor but how sustainable this life yeah you just wanted to carry that feeling you had at working a driver's yeah. carry but on i didn't know how sustainable you... it would be for me to be selling clothes yeah. at the age of 19 like let's be honest how much money do you reckon you could make probably you need it like i the basics of life you need enough to provide for yourself yeah yes you do yeah so when i was making when we were at the market stores i started to realize all right this is actually a doable thing like we could probably yeah we've got yeah. legs some we've got legs in this yeah. idea we can do something in terms of capital they're like saving saved up somewhere oh, yeah. or is it i've like... been saving up for for years oh, wow. i've always been oh, yeah. quite good with money good with say yeah and yeah i'm very obviously i don't get me wrong i have my old impulse purchase but mostly i'm I'm quite where did, where did that come from? Where did I just save in? My mentality? dad, bro. My okay. dad. So my dad's got his yeah. own business as well. So okay. he's very much like save. So yeah. Which is a good thing. I'm I'm probably the tightest person in my friendship group. But yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, it's like. So you don't put money out for drinks? No, I will now and again. Ah, probably that day. But like, but mostly I'm trying to save because obviously I feel you. want to reinvest. But yeah, luckily I had a decent bit of money saved up from the warehouse gig because you were, it was actually earning decent money to be fair from a, from the warehouse and. Um, okay. Especially if you're doing overtime, yeah. you're getting okay. bang. Okay. And saving up loads. Yeah, and then you moved to the York Road is where you yeah, guys... Yeah, yeah. So then there's a bit of a weird sort of timeline where we were doing the market stalls. And I was like, we could probably do this. We could probably do a shop. Like, I reckon we, we've got a shop in, in this... Somewhere in the ashes of this market stall bi- like business, we could probably make a shop. And then I was speaking to my brother and sister, like, what do you reckon? Do you reckon this is actually... Doable. A doable... A double thing. Yeah. Like my brother, he works at Nationwide and my sister's at uni. So it was a bit like, uh, you're going to have to basically front the whole thing. Yeah, you're the youngest. Yeah, mum the youngest. Okay. Yeah. Brother's 20, 
23 and my sister's 22, I think. Yeah. So you came with the idea. Yeah, right? so I came with the idea, like, let's okay. do this. And they were Did like, they take you seriously? Yeah, at first they were like, oh, shut up. And I was like, nah, I reckon we could actually do this. Like, yeah. look at the money we've made from doing these market stalls. And obviously, yeah, X, and like, the experience you have. And, look, yeah. and, and like, that was only two days and we made X amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. For this one market stall. Imagine how much we could make over. A period. a period of time yeah. and plus there's a gap in the market the town mm. needs it and it's something that we're all passionate about we're all into clothes yeah my sister studies costume design at uni so okay. uh, and yeah. then my brother has always been into clothes where he yeah. shopped at driver before i did okay so we've all been into it and then york road i'd lived there for so long i didn't even know that building existed like, yeah. i didn't even know it was there yeah it was the a, shutters have always been down it was a jeweler wasn't it it was an the old Harold's, jeweler's old yeah. halford's jeweler's yeah. i didn't even know but like like with many spots in the fountain there's so many shops have closed down now yeah, yeah. so many places that the need shutters like have just been down yeah for time and it was just we got in the shutters were broken um no lights it was like horrible damp it was just the most yeah. disgusting place <laughs> yeah. man stunk as well like need some fixing hadn't seen the light of day for about four years so it wow. was just like mu like musty smell like, i get you just yeah grim. yeah so i was like oh but it was up for a to get to work yeah. so we're like, okay let's get to work let's do this and then probably over a period of maybe like eight months how long did it take to refurbish yeah uh, eight months refurbish is a loose term because we've only done one room okay. like genuinely the rest is still in a state man. still well, obviously okay. it's livable but it's yeah. like um it's not pretty yeah like the one room we got done or the shop floor that we needed to get done and the cellar yeah where we store the clothes okay the one you use it now buildings that we got like the only two rooms that we actually yeah did properly mm. okay. and the toilet but the rest we were like okay we'll cross the bridge when we come to it because yeah. we've got the upstairs as well okay um, obviously our dream is to expand up there yeah but all in good time right now we're okay. just happy okay. on the on the single floor but yeah basically we got in had horrible carpets horrible wallpaper furniture everywhere <laughs> yeah managed to sell the furniture on to like antique dealers or okay. antique people yeah because it was lovely old like 1950s and like yeah. wood and stuff so it was yeah. all quite expensive sold that all off and then it left the hard task of stripping wallpaper cleaning painting yeah taking things invested a lot of money yeah there's a lot of money but luckily where we obviously saved a little bit of money is yeah. basically we did most of it ourselves okay like the only thing we didn't do diy was the plastering yeah literally diy the... exactly bro it's meant like, to be <laughs> we laid all the floor ourselves painted everything ourselves yeah. like it, that's why it looks a bit it looks good but it, in, like, i've been in i, I went like that first it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. it's a vibe it's a full and we're, vibe. And like, yeah, we've, it's we've, got like retro like yeah, game. Yeah, like got like things. a retro game and stuff in yeah. it. Yeah, got some cool bits in there to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, we, it's a vibe. it took us probably eight months okay. of like solid work. And even then, we were pushing the date back okay. and back and back. Okay, just putting a thread through the conversation. So you started off going, jumping different like odd jobs, different yeah. work from yeah, yeah, chefing yeah, to yeah, landscaping to to finally finding your own like little community, little yeah. culture in this driver's mm. store, which you started in. And then it closed, unfortunately, due to um, circumstances. Yeah. And then you saw about creating your own and like speaking when making it within the family, yeah, siblings, yeah, yeah, yeah. bringing it together, um, putting together resources, time, effort to creating your your it's shop the, now. Yeah, that's shop now in a York Road, yeah. yeah. Um, so in that time, so to now the creating actualization or sort of learning curves. So what's been some of like the things you've learned the hard way that you think kids starting their own business or own brand like you should um can relate to or should count themselves lucky if they don't have to face it? 
Well, for me, I think like some of the harder challenges were like, obviously, I feel like we basically opened the shop at the worst time possible. Like the COVID. Genuinely, time. yeah, the worst wow. time ever, pretty much like ever in, in history probably history time. right now. <laughs> like since I've been alive. COVID's probably been the worst financial, maybe not. Maybe, probably the worst financially. Honestly, the, the yeah, for our generation, it's the, yeah. Especially for me, I've only been over, like live 20 years, but yeah, so basically it was weird. Obviously, the standard problems you're going to face just with building yeah. and maintenance and the age of things and like we had and asbestos wrestling. and stuff that we had to get clean, like yeah. all these like health, yeah, and, the health logistics and safety of it. and logistics, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I didn't really know, but like mm. a main one, I'm um, going back to the COVID, but main one for me was just like emailing, like genuinely, like obviously I email people a lot, yeah, yeah. But when I was younger, like at school and stuff, I'm, I rarely used my email. I never was really an email yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and I, I had to get good with email. As like... the business progressed and we start to get new clients and new content and people, new stockists and stuff, you've got to actually be good at like emailing people is like probably yeah. a 95% of my job. Like I'm emailing yeah. clients all the time, asking networking, about stock and stuff. Networking, communicating, yeah. which is fine, but it's like learning how to be yeah, and being on it. informal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like you can come very across as like a bit laddie and like you don't care. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you're just texting your friend. And who are we texting? So people stocking. Yeah, stockish. So the people that we buy the yeah. clothes off, like the main, like stussy directly. And, and why would they care if you come across laddie? What's that? Because about? I feel like being young, you have to like, especially me, I'm like, come on, I'm not you're going to take a 20 year old too seriously. Yeah. Like, I want to open a shop. Okay. So it's like, okay. you want to come across where Taking you are. Seriously. Yeah, you want to come across as like you are serious and you're not just here for like. Yeah a quick yeah get rich quick scheme yeah, or something. i can tell you serious because he came here like minutes early before, yeah, oh, before me punctuality, even. <laughs> bro, punctuality that's the only that's like yeah. the one thing yeah okay like, again yeah like so it was important that bit was important yeah, like, to start like but, taking yeah. yeah probably i'd say again you don't estimate how much like goes into actually getting to the day where you're going to open like opening like we when do you guys open oh, 13th of october I think no, yeah, thirteenth of October, twenty 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 one. Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, like the 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 amount of work that went into that day. I mean, we were pushing it back and back because yeah. COVID happened. Yeah. Because we had this all set, and then COVID happened, and we were like, okay, perfect. Um, we'll be fine. Yeah. And then it was like, ah, oh, but is COVID a good time? Like, is this a good time? To good time, yeah. Because a, people don't have that much money. Yeah. B, people are scared to go outside. They're telling people to stay indoors. All this yeah. stuff. Not buying clothes now. Yeah. That's basically playing against us. Here. Yeah. Like everything that, that that happened for like a good month or two was just shops aren't going to stay open. Shops are going to stay open. Yeah. Shops aren't going to stay It was a very uncertain period that time. Yeah. And we were just there like, um and an hour in. Do we close? Still do forward, we open? Yeah. What's the point? Like, and then I was like, you know what? We have to open because if we just keep pushing it further and further back, we're never going to open. Yeah. Like, and then that gap in the market that we've now attacked and we're in yeah. will probably have gone. Well, maybe not, but like the gap, strike while the high end is all, yeah, yeah, strike yeah, while hot, the iron's yeah, hot. Yeah, like, so we were like, let's just yeah. go for it now and do it. Okay. And luckily, touch wood, yeah. it's been steady and yeah. it's been good. But like, honestly, yeah. a couple of people looked, referring back to the um, taking you seriously in lads. Like, I think yeah, yeah. But that's where the lads' energy comes in of like yeah, striking yeah, yeah, yeah. the high and let's just let's just yeah, do it. Just, let's just, just let's just, just get just on. It, yeah. I think that's where it helps. Where like maybe some older some yeah, corporate like, yeah. tiger would have to like I don't right, know logistics. Actually, yeah, let's actually plan this. Yeah, yeah. But that's helped you. That's pushed you yeah, out yeah, and made you like yeah. I think very much in the mentality of like 
let's just go for it yeah. and then see what happens. Yeah, okay. Which is kind of bad in some respects because like I end up doing stupid things sometimes yeah. or like hurting myself. But most yeah. of the time I'm like, I'm yeah. very much like impulse. We'll yeah. just go for it. And What's good about yours is that you've got like family around you. Yeah, You've yeah, got yeah, a support yeah. network that yeah, like... So, and like I said, I probably wouldn't have been halfway. Older siblings, the shop yeah. wouldn't have been anywhere near as good as it looked without my mum and dad either. Like, Helping bro, out. My mum was painting days and days. <laughs> like she just yeah. like always, because I was still balancing two jobs at this point yeah when we were opening i was still working so you hadn't left the hadn't landscape yeah no yeah. not fully yet so i was balancing that working with my dad as well to help him okay and then working at the shop so we were balancing all this yeah trying to get everything to come to okay. come to fruition ready okay. for october the 13th okay and you're opening that day yeah and how was saturday it? it was great it was <laughs> probably the best day of my life well, probably when it opened like, like seeing all this work and everything yeah, come to mad. fruition it was like yeah. I had like a tear when we opened I was like this is crazy we've actually done seen this it like through. two years of like planning and this concept Beautiful. that basically probably in my head would have never happened I don't know it's just weird you you speak about this with your brother and sister I don't know if you've got any siblings but you end yeah, I got up two just sisters, chatting yeah. to them about things oh this would be cool if we did this and it actually finally comes, to, comes yeah, together through, yeah, it's fruition, quite a yeah. nice feeling it's a process it's a process yeah, but yeah. it's still we're nowhere near done i'm nowhere near where i want it to be like okay i've got so many new ideas for the shop that okay. i want to happen just right now i've got to like walk before i can run do you know what i mean yeah but yeah i'm happy so far with how well, it's going looking. out there yeah i feel like you, you including um photo mafia guys i spoke with in yeah. episode one like I think there's a group of like new startups coming yeah, out yeah, post covid yeah like so it was a good thing everyone just started off after this yeah, whole yeah touching on that like yeah like the photo mafia guys yeah. Kari, like a few artists few like painters yeah a few, like, like there's loads of people kicking it like, like covid so like yeah. forced like a pause yeah covid like I don't know. It's like you've said, yeah, like after the off the back of COVID, there's been like a weird resurgence of like yeah, of youth just, of the youth, like young people through, just starting their own like thing, businesses and stuff. And it's great. Like there's a little community at the moment yeah. bubbling under the surface of like, especially here in Northampton, Northampton businesses yeah. and 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 people and and not even not even businesses, just art like people into art. Like just there's a culture, a community that seems to be building. Yeah, post COVID, all yeah. the bands and and stuff. People are getting signed to like records, yeah. like. We're, I feel like Northampton's finally coming to where it like it's yeah. gonna hopefully yeah like rising from rise up and then start to have like, a bit of I a buzz them. about it again. <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Talking about so talking about the conception stages, starting off odd jobs, finding yourself in a a place where you felt welcomed, um, culture, yeah. youth, drivers, to the actualization stage, so on the learning curves in terms of logistics, COVID, yeah. t- being taken seriously and um, um, basically striking wide iron is hot to like, so what's been like the community res- response. The response in the community? It's in been the good. I mean, obviously, I probably wouldn't have been here now talking to you if I didn't work at Driver because they'd been there for 35 years, I think. Yeah. So... That customer base that he built up mm-hmm. is massive. Like, people were driving from all over England to come to Driver, right? And the base and the the customer, like, I'd only worked there for four years, and the amount of people I knew from working there that came to support me when I opened when you opened your place, yeah, was insane. Relationships and, and the relationships that I've managed to take across from Driver to our shop has been huge. But at the same time, as much as it's great relying on those customers, that's not really what I want to be doing. Obviously, it's good, 
but my main focus is like students and the and 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 young and the yeah. younger generation because I think what made Driver so successful was the youth growing Energy. up with the shop. If yeah. that makes sense. So yeah. when Steve started, he was only on a twenty old. 20 maybe not 20 but a bit older and they would grow up with him so as steve got older the clients got older yeah, with him so they yeah. felt like a bit of a brother sort of like there was a community Fam- like yeah family community family thing. yeah and that's similarly similar to what, what he's trying to create. to create here yeah and try and get the uni involved and anyone as much really, people schools, in the fountain like, as many were you born as, in the fountain as, yeah i was born okay. yeah born okay. in the hospital born, right. so i'm trying to get as many people as possible but i think again the beauty of our shop, obviously, the town has received it unbelievably well. Yeah. Because considering there's only, what, us and a few other clothes shops, realistically, well, independent clothes shops anyway, yeah. in town. Yeah. Compared to, obviously, you've got your Primarks and stuff like that. H&M, but, uh, but, yeah. But the in- independently, I think there's only two real, or three or four menswear stores in town. Um, So, I think, yeah, it's been quite well Reception. received. Plus the skate park as well, which is literally yeah. only at the bottom of the road from where we uh york road pretty much down that hill yeah um we have a bit of a sort of like relationship connection a connection with that yeah and it's just yeah i think slowly but surely again i remind myself we've only been there five six months but it feels like five years yeah there's and, there's there's evidently there's obviously an aesthetic when you walk into the shop as well yeah. i've been in as well yeah that yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah i like yeah trying theme, to, music yeah. like that lifestyle that very contemporary yeah yeah that's what i'm trying to yeah. create sort of as 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 sort of the world progresses, you know, and yeah. like, and like the sort of gone of the old fashioned ways. Mm. I like to sort of create a bit more of like just a space, like the yeah. shop where I, I like, I like that you touched on that, like progression, fashion ways. Let's talk about like, just it's not relating with the question. Our question was about the towns. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just on a broader speaking of like streetwear. Yeah. The street, I think streetwear is a theme or, or yeah, handle that was only like, came with the internet. Yeah, recent? mainly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's sort of, I've, sort of stemmed that sort of culture i suppose sort of stemmed from like 1990s maybe like as, early hip-hop a, oh yeah like, like okay. yeah yeah tupac and all that sort of like yeah very hip-hop street inspired yeah, yeah, yeah. la yeah. la culture like a lot of it come out of la like stussy was an la brand and like a lot of the la scene sort skaters, of skating sort of yeah. that sort of subculture of skating hip-hop Blend with music, yeah, with kids, music and, and sort passion, of just like everything, like art, art, yeah. all that sort of vibe, and create the streetwear, yeah, that streetwear sort of aesthetic. Yeah, I suppose, which is what you're trying, which to, I'm trying to create here, here in, in Northampton. Yeah, um, and like there's little bars and stuff popping up around Northampton, which have got that sort of like vibe, like yeah. the, the Gary Baldy and yeah. like the lamplighter and stuff. There's yeah. a few little hubs of places where I think it's sort of taking its own culture. But then again, that's not to say I don't support other styles yeah. of clothing yeah, 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 yeah. um but it's just where my passion lies yeah. is, i'm just is trying to place work. it in terms of like the sort of the high street brands and the h&ms and then it's the probably yeah like it's probably like affordability i think affordability yeah it's not it's too bad. Work. yeah it's like a lot of it a lot of the streetwear stuff that i wear or that we have in the shop stem from workwear yeah so like dickies carhartt it, oh, they were originally yeah like brands to be worn as like if you're a mechanic yeah. or bro we have people them. wearing that on the red red carpets now. That's yeah. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like yeah. in the high fashion yeah. Milan, wearing, like yeah. people are wearing it now. Like and now, yeah, it's people fashionable. are wearing that stuff on the red carpets or yeah. or to big events. Big events, yeah. And it's like that originally started as like From some geek kids, wearing it, yeah. like or some little kid wearing it, like back in the day. So it's crazy how that sort of progression's developed. And I think even if you go into London and stuff now, you can just like the culture and streetwear is a much more yeah common 
like dress sense and yes, less yeah. people it's a status yeah, thing it's an identifier it's less a, people a walking aesthetic, around yeah. nowadays in like your big suit and that sort yeah, of briefcase yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah. you see more sort of like your straight leg trousers and a bit more like yeah. a work jacket or something yeah. you see that more about now yeah than i think ever before i think i think you know you're in a key position as well like clothes street fat street wear yeah, what would yeah. you say just generally what what do you think is the fashion sense like here in nowadays, northampton, in northampton yeah. yeah specifically in northampton. in northampton what do you see people bopping around in, i mean like, kicks? There's, a, there's a bit of a mix in northampton i suppose there's like streetwear there's a bit of streetwear there's a lot of like the skate park and that sort of vibe there's a lot of streetwear but it, i feel like the streetwear or the street sort of scene, I guess, in Northampton is like... Rate out of five. Out of five, well, out of five, five being the yeah, best. Yeah. I'd say it's like a good four. Okay. But, okay. But I think the, the reason I give it four is because it's mainly anyone from like 20 to like 35. And I feel like we're sort of missing that younger generation. Okay. I don't see as many... Obviously, there's a few skaters and stuff and like that yeah. wearing it, but like a lot of the youth, yeah. so I think... It's like more youth, I suppose, nowadays. I'd maybe this is just me, but I yeah. see more tracksuits than I have ever yeah, before. Yeah, okay. Like, which I'm not against, bro. I love a tracksuit now and again, but it's like that Blend. sort of culture and stuff. Yeah, like, I've... it's always been about and it's always been big. Yeah. I think Northampton has got quite a good, diverse scene it, it, in general. I mean, yeah, but like, now we're talking in terms of like streetwear. Streetwear, though, I think, brands. yeah, it's yeah. probably like. Four, yeah, a good four out of yeah. five. We could be better, could be worse. And so and, and that's where that's where outfitters you think yeah, can play a part. Where we come in and and. And start sort to clothe, clothe them, yeah, sort everyone out with some heat. That's God, the plan. God. <laughs> Covenant, I quick, like, just recap, quick recap. So we started off from the conception stage, um, starting off from Chef, 16, yeah. 19, odd jobs here and there, finding your place at uh, uh, drivers, taking that with your siblings to creating your own space at York Road, refurbishing, um, learning curves, COVID, yeah, um, being taken seriously yeah. to the response of the town. Yeah, good. Journey, yeah. Talking about like um, streetwear brand just in broader, in, in broad in the broad sense in the yeah. space you think you can occupy here in Northampton. Um, sort of last question type. Um, why take on the sort of the headache, time, risk, investment of starting off your own thing? Yeah, fully. It is all of those things you've just listed. It's a headache, everything, <laughs> headache. I mean... Why take it over at all? Why don't you just yeah, apply why, for jobs? Yeah, and... why do this? I'll why, ask yeah. myself that question some days as well, but I mean, for me, for me, for me, 100% worth it. Like, it, clothes, a clothes shop, you're never going to be the richest man in the world, you know? Yeah. But like I've always stood by and like to believe, quality of life nowadays is way more important. And if I can do something I love, which is streetwear, fashion, clothes, all that, supporting small businesses, finding new brands that are coming out of England, finding new brands that are coming out of Northampton and giving them a platform. And doing it with your family And as doing well. it with my family. Siblings. And being able to actually go into work every day and not hate my job <laughs> is probably the most important thing for me. Yeah, for our generation, it, like, it very much my is. My happiness... For every generation, uh, yeah, almost. Yeah, my saying. happiness or whatever, and 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 the fact that I come into work and I'm not dreading it, I'm actually excited to walk into work. It's worth and it. and yeah, okay, don't get me wrong, the headache of of owning a shop is tremendous, and I have some emails. horrible experiences. Yeah, emails, uh, phone calls all the time. It's like banging your head against the wall sometimes when you can't get through to people. But yeah, in the long run, when I step back and I've got new stock in or I get new things in, and the highs have and yeah. and the highs for me like some of the better ones for me i guess probably like go if i go to the pub or i go out and i see someone in the pub wearing something they've bought from the shop and they come up and they're like oh sick jacket yeah, mate, or something the, yeah. and then for me i'm that's i'm made up because yeah. it's like 
without that, they probably wouldn't have found this brand or they wouldn't have yeah. been able to find this. And I think I've been able yeah. to help them. Yeah, yeah. For me, I think that's probably the nicest thing. As yeah. much as I have to take on all the, yeah. the pain and headache from yeah, everything it's, else. It's been of some service to your own local community yeah. without having to compromise too much of your yeah, style. Yeah, my own time, your, your I suppose. Thing. But like, like I said, I think for me, the clothes shop is going to be a base from which we build, hopefully as passenger, as a brand, yeah. to become more than just a shop. And hopefully events, activities, loads of different yeah. things going In on. In five years' time, where do you see, where do you see the brand? Where do you what, see, where do you see Passenger? Yeah. Hopefully expanding. Hopefully nationwide, maybe, if we're getting a bit big. But a couple A couple stores yeah. roundabout. And then I think, again, my dream would be to have multiple different businesses under the name of Passenger. So the tag, yeah. Like passenger, a bar or a club. It's hard. Or, or or something like that. Not just a shop. Obviously, I want it to be a clothes shop, but I can see a maybe brand. a cafe coming. Yeah, like a lifestyle brand. I want to start dabbling in loads of different things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, hopefully take over the town. That's the plan. Become big. Passenger takeover. That's my dream. That's the dream. One day, one day. Uh, we, we're, we're on the right path, innit? We're working towards it. Thank you. No worries, man. It's been a pleasure. It's been good. Me. Yeah, we got through it in the end.